TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Kicking off the weekend here on News Radio 930 WBEN. If you're new to the show and like what you heard so far, uh, some people have not. Uh, but if you like what you've heard so far, every Friday after the news, we play that first verse of Return of the Mac. In my opinion, the best kickoff weekend song uh, there ever was. So that's what I mean when I say, hey, we're kicking off the weekend after the news. Uh, before the break, I was talking about social media and uh, how there's really no escape anymore. You know, uh, Twitter, Facebook have always been political, but Instagram was kind of that one platform where it was an escape, right? You know, it's just a picture, uh, social media. You go on there and someone's, oh, your dinner looked great last night. I hope you enjoyed it. You know, uh, hey, we're getting married, all that stuff. Now it's memes of people doing what they're doing on Twitter. Sometimes it's literally their tweets copied and pasted in picture form on Instagram. And it's like, can we just not have any escape from reality anymore? Is there no way to just, hey, I need a few hours where I'm not focusing on today's news. I need a few hours to just get away. And it seems like every outlet we have, sports, uh, Instagram, Snapchat, all that stuff, uh, even movies, all that stuff we had to kind of just get away from the seriousness of reality is no longer there. 
And someone uh, on the text board said, that's, that's because you're immature, Joe. You're immature. You want to escape from reality. There is no escape from reality. No, there is. You have to sometimes just step away and de-stress. Step away and clear your head. That's what I use sports for. That's what I go for nice, uh, nice walks and runs for. It's what I used to watch movies for. But it seems like those outlets are less and less now. No, you don't have to 24-7, 365, be fixated on the current events going on. That's, that cannot be good for your mental or physical health. You've got to be able to step away. Those outlets have to be there. And you wonder why all the time you go on my Twitter and I'm tweeting about the gym. I'm tweeting about uh, having a healthy way of opening things. It's because for me, one of my best escapes, other than sports and social media, one of my best escapes is the gym. You go there, you turn the TV off on the, on the machine. You got a nice playlist going. Sometimes I listen to myself. I know that's a little bit uh, of my ego at play. But you, you put on the music and you kind of just zone out. I mean, I zone out so much at the gym. I've had people walk up to me and not me not even notice them. I'm just so zoned out. And for my mental health, that's something I really miss. But I'm also starting to notice the results of no gym on my physical health. So that's why I think it's important to open up. If we can do it safely, which we've seen you can, the, preca- the, the, the precautions have been put into place. The, the capacity limits have been put into place. If there's a healthy way to do it, because if not, we already live in New York State where f- over 50% of the state is either overweight or obese. Now, you close the gyms for an extended period of time, and people say, well, it's warm outside. Yeah, it, it is warm outside. You're right. When it's 90, going, running outside is not healthy for some people. And a few days ago, it was pouring rain all day. It would have been nice to be able to escape to the gym for an hour and get a workout in. Eventually, everything, these things being closed, you've got the mall being closed. Thousands of people are employed by the mall. That lack of income eventually is either going to run the state dry or take a toll on those who are without a job. It's going to take a toll on their mental health. Am I ever going to be able to go back to work? Same with the gyms being closed. You can laugh all you want. You can tweet, which someone did last week, about how ridiculous I sound, saying that the gym should be open. Fine, fine. I actually applaud that because it's original content. So you, you, can, you can joke, you can laugh, you can say I'm, I'm crazy, I'm immature, whatever you want. But eventually, gyms being closed for a long period of time, a lot of people depend on that as their escape. It's as important to their mental health it is, as it is their physical health. And we've got to be looking at both. 803-0930, star 930. Let's go to Frank in Tonawanda. Frank, good morning. Well, good morning. You know, you just took my, uh, the, the wind out of my sails. Well, Frank, pretend I didn't say anything. But, you know, you're, you're exactly right about the gyms. I, I was telling you, call screener, a few years ago, I had a, they had to replace a valve in my mitral valve prolapse, all right? But they had to split my chest open to the whole nine yards. So I had, I had to convalesce for like four or five months. And you know what? I was always an athletic guy. always ran. I worked out with waste the whole nine yards. And, um, but it's amazing how 
how fast your body can deteriorate in a short period of time by not exercising because I couldn't exercise at that time. So, you know, to get myself motivated again, I joined a gym, had a, had a trainer. He whipped me into shape, showed me after a month, this is what you need to do every day. And I followed that regimen right up until they closed the darn gyms. And I'm not just speaking for myself, but I'm speaking for a lot of people that have had health problems, and the best place for them was at the gym on the treadmill or on the, the, the eucalyptic or, or on the, the, the steps. Whatever your, your preference is, at least you're there and you're, 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 you're exercising and you're communicating with people that think the same way you do, basically. They're there for a reason. And you shut the gyms down. I think that's counterproductive. You would have a lot of these people that were regimentated for so long, and now they can't go to the gym. And they're all falling, in, you know, falling by the wayside as far as their weight, not exercising and stuff like that. And some people need to be motivated because they need to have a trainer to you know, push them along. Oh, Frank, exactly. I mean, there are days where, you know, hey, I, I, I got to get a run in, but I don't have that motivation. There is something, if I can just drag myself to the gym, when you open those doors, the motivation kicks in. And that is something personally I've really been missing the last three months. You're, you're exactly right. And, you know, I got up every morning at 5 o'clock, 5.30. I hit the gym. I was there for a couple of hours. You come out of there and you've got a natural high. You feel good about you, what you did for the last few hours. And also, it's a place where other people socialize, and you talk to people, and, you, and you're mixing with people of like mind. And, and, I, and I think depriving people of that, of that right to go to their gym or to have their trainer help them through their exercises and that, I think that's, that's more detrimental than anything else. Now, if you have to social distance in there, that's fine. If you have to do certain follow the rules, that's fine. But to close the gyms and nobody knows when they're going to open – Good grief. Uh, Frank, 100%, man. Great call. Thanks. Have a great weekend. You too. Thank you. That's Frank in Tonawanda opening a line for you at 803-0930. He, he's exactly correct. Like he said, if we have to social distance, fine, we'll do it. You have to take my uh, temperature when I walk in? Okay. It's summer. I don't have to use the locker room. I can go change when I get home. Fine. Take all those precautions. That is 100%. I, I think you will find it hard to find, with, find people who will disagree with that. But to say this is all for our health, and again, it is. I am not downplaying the severity for COVID-19, especially for those at high risk. I am not downplaying that at all. But you also have to factor in people like Frank, people who that's their regimen, that's their motivation. They have a trainer, they go, and he is right. You get a good one hour, 90 minute workout in, the high you get when you're leaving that gym. I mean, I don't even, I get those highs sometimes after like a five or six mile run, but there's just something about that motivation when you walk in and that high when you walk out that a lot of people are missing. And like he said, physical health, I mean, think of the people who were on that regimen, okay? They were working out three or four days a week to keep themselves, their heart healthy. Well, they've been without that trainer, without that regimen for four months. Not everyone can just get, their, get an app on their phone and go for a run. People need to be guided by a trainer. A lot of people only do classes. They only work with a trainer that gives them their workout, that shows them, hey, this is what you need to do to work out that muscle. A lot of people, that muscle is your heart. And now they're going four weeks 
So now we're going to have people even more unhealthy as the gyms are closed. And like I said, it's not just physical health. A lot of people are uh, go, go to the gym to exercise their mental health. And sometimes both played into each other. You, you, you notice that your favorite shorts from last summer aren't fitting because you haven't been to the gym in four months. Well, your physical and mental health, I would think, would be uh, affected. 803-0930, star 930. More of your calls after this. So right before we got back on the air, I got an email from someone in our sales department. And the email started, I realize you might be working right now. Well, you could just turn the station on and <laughs> listen that I am. But I thought it was a funny way to put it. You, you may be working right now. Eh, I may be. Easy way to figure it out. Uh, we are talking about the pandemic, the miscommunication, uh, the the back and forth, it seems, between not only the residents but the leaders of this state and also your frustration and political games. Remember, the governor of this state claims he's not playing political games. He's not about playing political games. But a lot of his actions during this seem pretty political. Not to mention, go back. I, I think next week they're releasing the DVD set of uh, the entire series of the Andrew Cuomo uh, morning talk show. Go back in those and watch them around April. They seem to get really political. I mean, there was a two-week span, 14 episodes, where he went after Mitch McConnell every day. But he's not playing politics. Just remember, he, he never played politics. Come on. It's... If you look closely and if you pay attention, the ones who are telling you that Donald Trump is playing politics or warns the president to not play politics are the ones that are playing politics more often and better than anyone else. Let's go to the great state of Texas and talk to Terry. Terry, good morning. Good morning, sir. I'm hey. uh... I stopped what I was doing. I was listening to what you were talking about, about, you know, working out and you got people hating on you on Twitter and such. I mean, can you imagine the audacity of some fat slob sitting at their house right now giving you grief over your displeasure, over gyms not being open in New York? I mean, they obviously don't get what you're talking about, and I can say fat slob because I know they don't work out. Otherwise, they'd sympathize with your plight. I mean, I bet they shut down Burger King or McDonald's indefinitely. Some of those people would be out there on Twitter crying about that. So my thing is, is, you know, I'm not a personal trainer or nothing like that, but I do know the impact that working out has on your body and, and not just your body, but your mentality and your perspective and your clarity and just your overall drive throughout the day, how much more productive you can be just by exerting, you know, X amount of energy for 60 minutes or something like that. And the stress relief that comes along with that. I mean, not everybody wants to light up a blunt or chug, chug, you know, a bunch of Jack Daniels to relieve their stress. And anybody that tells you, oh, there's no escape from reality, they're full of crap. Because everybody does something to take them out of the world for a little bit. But we'd all be running around here like Democrats and Antifa. I mean, it just makes me mad. that, that, that There's my frustration right there. Somebody sitting on the couch being lazy, judging you for what you're talking about. That's, you know, whatever, teach their own, but... I mean, that's that's the state of Twitter in 2020, Terry. 
I won't mess with it. I don't do social media or nothing like that, and it's specifically because of what you talk about because it's nothing but negative. And I feel like a lot of people, you know, I mean, we, misery loves company, I guess, so that's why people flock to it. I don't understand why people feel the need to have a social media account, but, you know, I, a lot of people probably don't understand why I feel the need to call into a radio show and give my perspective. So I guess, you know, everybody's got their own little glitch, but, but I mean – Terry, we're happy you do. Now, I have to ask you, in Texas, it seems like you guys are putting the pause on the reopen. Uh, has anything you're you're doing or have done been affected by it? No, everything is about running about the same. I mean, you can look. it depends on what metric you're really looking at and what agenda any of these big news agencies are trying to push. Yeah, cases are going up, but testing is also being done and at rapid rates. You also have people that are voluntarily being tested. I mean, if you had people voluntarily be tested for herpes, I'm sure you'd see an influx in that, too. But nobody's dying. The hospitals aren't being inundated with a bunch of patients that they can't, you know, keep from, you know, flooding out of the door. I don't know when the last death in Lubbock was, but, I mean, you know— it's, they put the panic in people and, you know, they're just oh, saying basically. For sure. And Terry, you know, I noticed um, this morning that there was a statement yesterday in the media, you know, the CNNs, that hospitalizations were getting too high in Texas. But then I saw today the Houston Chronicle uh, had a report that said medical professionals say the hospitalizations are manageable. Uh, they're not as bad as previously reported. Yeah, no, I see. And like I said, you got to really be able to sift through the, the garbage. You know, there's, um, you know, you'll see a headline and it'll say oh, X amount of new cases in Lubbock, but it'll also say X amount of new cases. That's usually greater than the new cases of recovered people. You really don't see anything about death. Um, and definitely, you know, not like, you know, 20 and 30 year olds aren't running around dropping like flies out here. I mean, people are getting out. This is a good thing. This is the herd immunity that we're all looking for. To me, this is, you know, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, man. I think we blew this way out of proportion. What's going to happen is going to happen. But, you know, there was a better way to go about this, in my personal opinion. You know, I uh, oh, Terry, Terry, we're up against the break, man. If you got more to say, I'll gladly bring you back after the break. And we'll talk to Terry and to you after the news here on WBEN. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Welcome back here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Here comes the rain. That'll happen tomorrow, all day. So, you know, after work today, go for a nice walk. Take in this nice weather because tomorrow 
on and off thunderstorms. Uh, by the way, you know, I was talking about getting away, something to escape reality, and this might be just for the slimmest of times, um, but tonight is the draft lottery for the NHL. Now, I know you've probably forgotten about the Sabres because they stopped being competitive in November and stopped playing in March and won't be playing again until January, uh, but they do have a chance to get that first pick. They have a 6.5% chance of their uh, lottery ball getting picked today. So if you're looking for a nice little getaway for just the smallest of time, 8 o'clock tonight on NBCSN and on our sister station, WGR 550, uh, you can see if the Sabres will get that first spot or where they will draft in this year's draft. All right, Terry hung on. He was on fire. Back to Terry in Texas. Terry, sorry, the news uh, came between us. No worries. Um, nah, you know what? I, to me, man, it, my wife and I have been discussing this lately, is that, you know, we're, we're having, a, and I'm sure everybody is, we're trying to walk a fine line, man, about living our lives, enjoying ourselves, not being doom and gloom, and, you know, not concentrating too much on the negative things that are happening in the country right now. Obviously, I, you know, I consider myself fairly well informed about the goings-on in America. Um, I try not to make that put me in a bad mood all day. But, you know, I do see the country, you know, if it's not on life support already, it's certainly making its way there. But, I mean, there there is a way to, you know, I think to make yourself, you know, still available and open to, you know, enjoy things and be happy. And, you know, to see these governments, especially Democratic-ran governments, you know, take advantage of the crisis and manipulate it and manipulate the people that are genuinely scared of it. You know, to me, it, it makes me sick, man, you know, because it's like two different worlds from New York to Texas right now. And, you know, I don't know. The clock is ticking, I think, on, on what the state of this nation is going to be. Well, I guess we'll all find out in November or January. But, you know, people like Mario Cuomo that, you know, derive pleasure from seeing, you know, good people like yourself and others that are interested in, you know, doing certain activities and living their lives like a normal individual, you know, they like to derive pleasure out of making you, you know, insecure and, 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 and stay at home and basically order you around, like, what to do all day. I, to, to me, I guess I, I maybe I lost my, my train of thought a little bit, but that's where I'm at in my mindset, right? Well, and also, he doesn't seem to have any sympathy for these business owners, as we heard earlier in the show, these business owners that – don't know when they're going to open their door. We're in phase four of four, and there are business owners out there, small business owners, who still have no idea when they will legally be able to start making money again or if they'll ever be able to reopen after the losses of the last four months. And I'm sorry, I know there's a lot going on, but the governor seems to show no sympathy for them. No, there's, again, and I've probably said it a million times already, my biggest problem from day one of this thing has been the hypocritical take every other day on what, what don't do this, do that, wear the mask, don't wear the mask, you're going to get diarrhea. No, you won't even know you have it, but you're going to kill 10 people. I mean, it's all over the place. It makes no sense. Me personally, I haven't really done that much safety measures. Uh, you know, whether I'm stupid or not for that, we'll debate it. But I, I don't know. I haven't caught anything. I don't know that has, I don't well, know anybody that has caught it. And, and, we, and there's, so many, there's so many questions. I mean, remember in March, this thing lived on surfaces forever. Now they're not even sure that it's it's being transmitted off of surfaces. It's it's we went 100% in. And again, Terry, you know me. At the beginning of this, I was all for it. I, I didn't. I wanted to stop the spread, but now it seems like our goal is different 
uh, every day. And again, here in New York State, the miscommunication, the goal is different depending on who you talk to. I mean, this was supposed to be about hospitalizations. And now, yes, when things reopen, there's going to be more cases. That was obvious. But it seems like the ones getting cases are it's either a weaker COVID-19 or the people getting cases are younger, healthier, and are able to fight it. And when they do get it, like you said, there's more testing. So when they do get the COVID-19, they are staying home and they know sooner than they did in March. It seems like we've hit that flatten the curve goal, but yet we're still being told what to and not to do. Hey, real quick, Joe, I know you got other calls. Let me get to this. This is something stupid that I heard the other day about HVAC systems. As you know, I'm an HVAC technician. I have been for 20 years. It's the only thing I've ever done besides being in the military. You know, they talk about how HVAC systems can recirculate the, the virus here, there. Maybe it's greater here, greater there. Maybe it's not. Maybe it is. You know, in the filtration system of a package unit that sits on a rooftop for a commercial business, there's a filter system. Those filters are a lot thicker than the masks that they're telling you to put on your face. So how is it that through the return, the coronavirus can make it through that filter that supposedly can't get through the mask on your face and then recirculate into a business? Somebody explain to me how a mask is better than a filter on an HVAC system. The HVAC system can't stop it, but the filter or the, the mask on your face can. I mean, they, they just come, they make it up as they go, man. And from someone who worked in retail for over five years, I know those HVAC systems are addressed regularly and in the best of shape. Yeah, every three months if you got the right company. All right, man, sounds great. You have a good weekend, okay? Yeah, too, man. Be good. Stay safe. Thank you. Yeah, you know... The goal was to limit hospitalizations, and I hate to repeat myself uh, from 9 o'clock, but if you're, you're new to the show this hour, the, the goal was to limit hospitalizations, and again, I was all for that. I was all for it. Hey, let's hunker down. Let's stay home. Hopefully, this will pass. Hopefully, we'll get those numbers down, and we did. We were so good with keeping hospitalizations down, we didn't need the extra ones brought in. We didn't need the ship. We didn't need the Javits Center. Okay, those things were not necessary. Good that we had them. And of course, uh, failure from the state to thank the the federal government. But yes, we're lucky we had them. We took those precautions, uh, but we didn't need them. And now it seems instead of focusing on hospitalizations, we're going to just focus on cases. Even though, as we've seen in other states, cases don't seem to be uh, translating into hospitalizations that aren't manageable. So why is now the goal changing? We saw one thing in March. I mean, what, next month is it going to be until there's a vaccine? It it just seems like they're changing the focus or they're changing whatever to justify them last minute changing their phase system. Again, which was vague from day one. And the lack of communication is adding to that frustration in this state. And then you listen to the governor, and he's too busy talking about uh, what, the, what the president is doing wrong, in his opinion, or what Mitch McConnell is doing wrong, in his opinion, and not addressing the nursing homes, dodging the nursing home question, blame, telling uh, the Today Show that it, was, that it was Donald Trump's fault. It's funny because I'm sure if it was the opposite effect— he would have been taking all the credit for it and not talking about the federal government at all. It's interesting that New York State was the one that had the, the, the most of the nursing home issues. If it was a federal uh, issue, wouldn't that have been a federal? If it was a federal um, 
if it was federal guidance, sorry, lost my train of thought. If it was federal guidance, wouldn't it have been a federal issue? But again, he starts getting questions from the media. Hey, things, the, the miscommunication starts being illustrated. All of a sudden, the daily talk show's over. All of a sudden, we're not following that daily talk show anymore. And then as soon as it's over, yeah, you know, I said last week that malls, theaters, and gyms are going to open. And I know you've gone in there. You've spent a lot of money that you hadn't been making the last three months. You spent a lot of money to put all these safety uh, precautions in. We're not going to let you open. We're actually going to we're gonna backtrack. We're not going to let you open. And again, so all the money you didn't have that you spent while... Uh, I, I said I'd get in the calls. We're getting the calls. Let's go to Fran in Allentown. Fran, good morning. Good morning, Joe. How are you? I'm doing well, Fran. What do you got for us this morning? I'm going to give everybody a little vignette about um, Snoopy. Somebody asked him if he'd ever run away, and he said yes once when he was on the Daisy Hill puppy farm. He said, I climbed over the fence, but when I landed, I was still in the same world. So, so we, we, saying that, I'm just going to take it down to a micro level because I think basically everybody's freaking out with, uh, there's too much information. There's a fight or flight <clears throat> um, mentality, and it's affecting you. You're giving, you're giving the media free run in your brain. So just taking it down, you can only control yourself. Um, People need to think of other things to do. There's online courses for music, um, singing if you want to, do something different. Um, go, go on nature walk trails, and as far as exercise goes, get a buddy, or I've seen this in the parks, get, get a trainer or an exercise person to do a limited amount of exercise, social distancing in parks. I think that would be all right. Um, just you know, switch it up a little bit. You, can't go back to the way it is. It's very frustrating. So there's anger, and then there's the fight or flight because COVID is scary and everybody keeps on changing. So limit, limit the, the media exposure you have every day to maybe a half hour to figure out, just see what's going on. And then turn it down, listen to some music, have a picnic in the backyard with some friends, you know, social distancing, limiting the amount. Just think of different things to do. Walk the beach, get out. Get out basically under the sky. So um, th that's basically what I'm saying. Just well, give everything on a micro level. Think that, you know, what, what you can do and what you can't do. Be cognizant of maybe there is a virus. There's no denying it. But don't get, don't get uh, caught up in all the craziness of, you know, you can't. I mean, all the people that can't go to work and the whole thing, I, I feel awful about that too. But. It really just, you can't do anything about it, you know, really. You know, Fran, uh, I agree with the get away from reality. You know, don't let the media live free in your brain, uh, 100%. And yes, I also am a fan of singing to relieve stress. Did you hear me sing earlier in the show? No, I missed it. <laughs> oh. You'll have to go back on demand. I sang a little Richard Marx for everybody. Well, maybe you could take some singing lessons online. Oh, it's going to take more than a few singing lessons, let me tell you. Fran, you have a great weekend, okay? You too. Bye. Thank you. That's Fran in Allentown. And, and yeah, you've got to be able to get away. Obviously, our frustrations, a lot of us, you know, we talked yesterday, are, are peaking. You know, on a scale from 1 to 100, uh, Tony and I were both very close to 100. I was in the 80s. He was in the 90s. Um, 
the frustration level is at peak. It, it, it's going to stay there for a lot of people, right? It, it, the frustration, and it's, it's just like they're fanning the flames, you know? Hey, we're getting to phase four. Now, getting to phase four, I thought would lower my frustration. I'd be able to be a little more relaxed. No, okay, hey, I might have to make a reservation and only be able to work out two or three days a week, but at least I can start getting into a routine. Uh, you know, the mall is going to reopen. I can start shopping again. I like to do a little summer shopping. I'm sorry. Brian laughed at me, but I thought it was funny. I, I thought it was necessary. Uh, movie theaters, you know, could open limited capacity. That would get people back to work. That would get movie theater owners uh, start making money again. So I thought the frustration level would go down. But when you last minute pull the plans or alter the plans, and then you have three different politicians or three different leaders saying three different reasons why you've backtracked, that's going to add to frustration. If you're a business owner who has put a lot of money into reopening, all right, it's not cheap to put all these precautions in, and you were told this is your reopening day, and you were financially preparing to get back and start making money again, start paying your employees again, get things back to somewhat of a normal, obviously, with social distance, with capacity limits, and all of that. That's what's going to add to frustration. And then when you see the same guy who's telling the president to stop playing his political games, play political games, release a travel ban list, which I hope changes this afternoon, but release a travel ban list with only conservative states on it, when there are blue states out there that are seeing coronavirus surges. And then, yes, when you're preaching hospitalizations and flattening the curve of hospitalizations is what this is all about. When you tell us that in March and we do it and we get those low numbers in the hospitals and now the focus is cases, not hospitalizations, yeah, you're going you're gonna to feed the frustration. In my opinion, it all starts with, with the miscommunication and everything else I mentioned is under that. We got one segment to go, 803-0930. It's Joe Beamer back to finish things off after this. Joe Beamer here. It is the Friday show and um, talked a lot about the pandemic today, uh, but frustrations from the pandemic. And I'd like to finish by saying this, you know, a few months ago, we were all shut down um, and, and we New York State obviously had an issue. You know, this was the epicenter, really New York City, but the state had a lot of cases. And we were told repeatedly that, you know, it, it get the hospitalizations down, you do this, this, and this, um, you know, and, and we'll start reopening. And then we were, we, were, we were reopened. Now, leaders in this state can say what they want to say about the federal government. It, it seems like every... Every time something happens here, it's blamed on the federal government, okay? But the CDC and the President's Coronavirus Task Force did release a phase system, okay? New York State didn't follow that phase system. They're not even following their own phase system now. So, you know, you can say what you want on Twitter, all right? You can go off on Facebook. You can blow up this text board. You can call and complain. I never understood uh, just calling and complaining and then hanging up before getting on the air, but a lot of people do that. You can do that. That's fine. I understand. Uh, but I would also ask you to consider, not me, all right? 
Obviously, I, I've said a lot about the gyms reopening today, malls, movie theaters. But think about those that depend on that as an income. Okay, Think about Frank, who called in, who doesn't know if this goes much longer, if he'll ever be able to reopen. Think about the stores in the malls where their business is summer. You know, summer events, clothing for summer events. That's where they make their money. Think about them. And then ask yourself, if all these Target, Walmart, if they could all be open the entire time, why can't a mall be open where you have a lot more space? As long as they take the precautions, what really is keeping malls closed? Because I don't buy the lieutenant governor's argument that, well, people don't hang out at Target. I would ask her to go visit the Target down the street from me in Orchard Park. That's all I'm going to say, because I've been guilty of running into someone at Target and hanging out and having a conversation. It doesn't just happen at the malls. And by the way, the malls aren't what they were in the 80s. Tiffany's not still doing her, uh, her tour at the mall. But with that said, hopefully when we talk to you on Sunday during Hardline, some things have changed and things have been added to Phase 4. But I hope everyone has a great weekend. Enjoy the weather today before it gets nasty tomorrow. Take in this beautiful weather. That is one thing you can do no matter what phase we are at here in western New York. Stay healthy. Enjoy one another. I love you, Buffalo. We'll talk to you on Hardline 10 a.m. Sunday here on WBEN. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.